someone offers you $8,000 for it, would you rather hang it up in your home or receive the $8,000? Oh, I think I'd probably take the 8000 Hello Generations and welcome back to this episode of OK Boomer. Today we are joined by guest Amelia, who has recently received a promotion from guest to co-host. This is my house now. (laughs) Hello everyone. (laughs) (laughs) In the last couple episodes, we have heard how much you've been enjoying the reflex cards. So in this episode, we are going to jump straight in. By now, you know the deal, you know how it works. And if you don't, you can go back and listen to all of the episodes previously made on the Anchor app at any time. The cards were made by Flex Mommy to help aid people in having more interesting conversations. The question is, are you more motivated by money or praise slash recognition? I am more motivated by praise and recognition because I am basically at the start of my career. I technically haven't even begun yet um it's mm. gonna happen soon people i'm resigning from my casual job tomorrow <laughs> Woo-hoo. so at this stage in my career i'm definitely more motivated by praise and recognition because that would give me the impression that i would be moving forward through my career and not and just being good at what you do absolutely yeah mm. what about you I would say the same. I'm definitely more motivated by praise or recognition. Um, Yeah, there's something about, it's unfortunately, maybe this is something I need to work on. I definitely get my validation and my worth from like places external to myself. Yeah. Um, So like if I was doing really poorly at uni, I would really feel like I think that would really affect my self-esteem like really down to the core like yeah I think it would be really difficult for me to find self-worth if I wasn't like doing well in what I did especially Mm. if it was like what I enjoyed and and, and I wasn't good like I wasn't we're not it's not even that you're not good at it it's just that you're not recognized if you weren't recognized in an institution and I can understand that being good at something especially when it's something creative like I do architecture which has like that creative element to it like there is no definition of being good at it Mm. but there is at the same time and yeah I I'm sure there's people that have gone through institutions and not been recognized very well for what they do in many like in all areas and um that probably has really well I don't know if that has affected me and them but yeah I I'm not one of those people I have been recognized quite well for my work throughout my university experience and it's made it so much easier and it has definitely made me like get some kind of self-worth from that and yeah like it yeah there's something about getting praised because I do like presentations and stuff and you get feedback like straight away and like when you walk away from that and you've gotten really good feedback like it's such a good feeling Mm. it's really like it's really like a high like so much like you couldn't I couldn't compare that feeling to like getting money two thousand dollars transferred into my bank account yeah there's just nothing like that 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 brings me no emotion yeah like it's not an emotional response it's more of like having money is more of like a like mental response like in a way like it's kind of like oh okay I can stop worrying about this or I can put my mind at ease about 
yeah, it's materialistic rather than yeah and it's more just like technical rather affirmation. than really emotional for me mm. um i guess that also makes me think about like the joy like you get in consumerism mm. like do you think that that's real joy like compare the joy that you get through consumerism to the joy that you get through like success yeah that completely different things like but i think they are linked far too often where people if they you know if they aren't getting that recognition in their school in their work in their even if even in their friendship circles then a lot of people do turn to consumerism and material things Mm. to get that feeling and then the Mm. buyer's remorse yeah see for me i i'm confused about my relationship with consumerism because it's so um like overlapped with feelings of guilt Mm. like it's also buying something is constantly me it's like it's like happiness of having it and me being like just enjoy it and also overlaid with me feeling guilty about buying it always and it's the whole lifestyle of treat yourself Oh, you've, Mm. oh, you've, you know, you've finished your presentation. You've, even if it wasn't great, like a lot of people have this idea that if you do something, then you deserve a reward. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but you deserve a reward. Mm. And a lot of people turn to, okay, I'll buy that dress I wanted. Okay. I will do this. I treat yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is making me think of so many other things Mm. and the whole treat yourself thing (laughs) is so clearly like it's just a capitalist Mm. strategy right treat yourself is not like oh spend some quality time with yourself like go down to the park and get some fresh air and relax and read a book Mm. like that's not treat yourself treat yourself is do a face mask like buy a new dress Mm. buy some shoes like it's all rooted in buying things and another thing I was thinking about was something that my partner said to me the other day where I had planned to go out for drinks after my last exam. Mm -hmm. And he said, Oh, like I find it so weird that uni students like go out and celebrate after they finish exams Mm -hmm. because he was like, if that was me, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't be in a mood to celebrate after an exam unless I knew that I'd done well. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I feel like after an exam, his experience is that after an exam, he's just stressed about feeling like he did terribly and, and, and couldn't, couldn't really celebrate until he got results. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, that's so interesting because that's like definitely mm. not my experience and like definitely not the experience of most people I know. It's like when you finish exams, you just glad it's over. The weight is off. You're out. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if you do well or, yeah. or not. It's like just having it done. But yeah, back to what we were saying before. Um, this is also in that book that you just bought. What was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Women, Women don't, don't own pretty. pretty. Yeah, and she talks a lot about um, like women treating themselves, being like indoctrinated to treating themselves in capitalism, being rooted in like consuming mm. stuff. When really, that doesn't really make us feel better. In the long run, it doesn't. Maybe a short-term response. But, mm. yeah, like, I I probably ordered something maybe a month ago, like a, a package of clothes. Mm. And on the day, you get it and you're excited to try them on 
and you think, wow, I've got these new clothes. Like, where am I going to wear them? Here, here, here. I'm going to wear it with this, this, this. Mm. But now mm. they're just my clothes. They're not. Exactly. I have no other emotional connection to them other than I like them and I'll wear them. Yeah. For you, do you think that online shopping and like the prolonged period of time between buying the item and receiving it, do you mm. think that increases the like short-term happiness that you get from buying stuff or, or do you think it's better like buying stuff in the store where it's like instant gratification? Mm. Well, I think obviously as everyone, as people that buy online often would know that there is an expectations versus reality aspect Mm. with online shopping so I think Mm. buying in store you do know what you're getting and I guess it's a bit of relief knowing how it fits and what it looks like and the fabric and all this blah blah blah. but maybe that gratification goes away quicker because you've got it instantly whereas Mm. buying online there is that aspect of I hope it fits I hope it looks good I hope that it's the right size and all this um and then yeah I mean, it can either it can either be a big letdown or it can be a great purchase. But um, yeah, see, I think that yeah. online shopping has almost ruined shopping for me a little bit yeah. these days. Like, it was so great, like it was great at the start, and like some parts of it are good, but kind of lately, it's kind of like I buy the thing and I'm feeling partly good about it, having bought it, but partly like you, you don't get the happiness of when you receive it and you've got it when you Mm. first buy it for me then I feel just guilty about spending money and wonder whether I should have spent it or not yeah and then there's like the period waiting for it where you're just like and then you get it and it's just like okay cool I've got it now I feel like the wait's over yeah I just feel like it's not as fun I honestly find myself sometimes if I I rarely go shopping in person just because I don't really have time for it but um I find myself like if I find something that I like and if I think, oh, like that's a bit expensive, I'll find it cheaper online. Then, yeah. you know, I might settle for something lower quality if it looks like the same thing online and then I'll receive it and be disappointed that it's not yeah. as good a material or as good of a fit. I remember when I was a kid, I used to like see things in the shops and have like a full on like, instant emotional connection to it like like I would I would see it and I would straight away be imagining how my life was going to change by me having this item that's so you and just be like I need it like I need this yeah and I was like a kid I'd probably have a tantrum about it you would not forget I, it until you got I would it not. I would I would be determined mm. to get it and like I haven't, haven't had that kind of a connection to a, a material <laughs> item for a long time don't know yeah. if that's don't know about that don't know what to think about that it's probably good I feel but like that's also, growth <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> <all> growth <laughs> literally oh the other thing I was thinking about before mm. is about identity construction okay like constructing your own identity and going back to the question about motivation for praise and recognition mm. like we're both like doing sort of creative industries and I feel like that our our kind of interests lead into well for me it definitely does like what I do like leads into my identity or what I want my identity to be Mm -hmm. and so the feeling of having praise for it is like kind of solidifying 
my identity. A part of yourself, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. In a way that money definitely cannot. I think you put that really well. I completely agree with that. Yeah, I do find myself like, um, I just thought of something because obviously I'm working on this documentary at the moment and Mm. I spent an hour, it could have even been longer than that, but I remember checking the time and I was like, I know it's been at least an hour. I spent an hour editing 15 seconds of footage for the short documentary. And the documentary Mm. is supposed to be seven minutes long at the most, which I'm going to need all of that seven minutes Mm. for the topic that I have. Um, And I showed this 15 seconds to Morgan, so my sister and my dad, and they were like, so I showed it and like, whatever, it's, it's great. But they were like, is that all? Is that all? Anything else to show us? Mm. But like, and I, I guess they're... It's frustrating. I completely yeah, understand. It comes down to, obviously, they're not in the same field or studying mm. the same field as I am. and They don't understand the work that goes into it, that 15 seconds. But also, like, I, I'd put a lot of time into it. And then because I wasn't getting that praise or... You felt like it wasn't good yeah. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to change the whole thing now. And then it also makes me think, like, I'm not going to show it until it's done because Because you had this emotional connection to it. 100%. I completely get that. Mm -hmm. Like, the amount of – like, when you put that much hours and, like, emotional energy and creative energy into something, you have a connection. You have an emotional connection. There's a piece of you in there. And I completely get – yeah, exactly. And you've created it. Yeah. Mm. It's – I completely get what – where you're coming from yeah. about people seeing something and like an example is like stuff that I post on my architecture Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like I'll upload like a render, right? And it's just a photo. It's just mm-hmm. another photo on Instagram, right? Yeah. But like for me, that is a thing that I've thought I thought up from nothing. You've created out of nothing. Created it in a three D program. Mm put all the materials on it, spent hours laboring over the imagery and mm. editing it to make it into a photo. Like it came from nothing. Mm. And like the amount of hours that went into it, you just couldn't, like you don't see it because it's just another image. Yeah. And yeah. and that's why you same can't. Same with videos. You just see a video and you go, oh, you know, we see, we see these yeah. all the time. We're constantly watching videos. Mm. That's why you can't compare praise to money because if you converted the amount of time that's put into things like drawing and designing and video editing, filming, everything like that, converted it to a product, a 15 second product for an hour. Mm. You know, if I was, I don't really know how to say this, if you're getting paid for all of those hours and all those elements, then it's completely different to if you were, getting receiving the praise for that same thing yeah that was my next thing that I was going to ask was okay so if you worked on a project for 300 hours Mm -hmm. and then you worked for 300 hours and you had x amount of dollars from that Mm -hmm. do you think I'm going to work out roughly how much that yeah I was just thinking that I was about to reach my phone so let's say $26 an hour. Yeah. 300. That's all. Let's say eight grand. 7,800. Okay. Let's say, would you be 
more emotionally tied to $8,000 or a project that you'd worked for 300 hours on. And I don't really know how to, so like, obviously you would attribute emotional, like emotional connection to the money. You would say, Mm. would I be able to spend that money? Yeah. Like losing it would be spending it. I don't know what losing it would be the equivalent of in terms of the project. So Mm. let's say, maybe let's say you, like, you get terrible feedback on it and mm-hmm. everyone hates it. <laughs> okay. Like which one, I feel like it's pretty obvious, but which one would give you a greater emotional response? Like let's say losing $8,000. So you get like scammed or something. Right. And you lose it on nothing. Like which one would be worse? Compared to being told Compared something sucks. To, yeah. Something you spent 300, 300 hours Holy on. Holy shit. Oh, I, oh. I know, it's actually now I'm thinking it is hard. Mm. Like, I would be a mess if I lost $8,000. Yeah. $8,000. It's different for situations, though, because obviously you're living out of home and you have to support yourself. I Mm. am still living in the family home, and compared to a lot of people my age, I I have it very easy. I've got a roof over Mm. my head and I've got food to eat. I really don't have many expenses compared to most people. So Mm. if I had a love project that I spent 300 hours on, I'd be devastated if I loved it and everyone, Oh, but then if you love it and Mm. everyone hates it, then can't you just be happy because you love it? And it's not a project for Mm. anyone else. I'm picturing this as like, that's the thing about recognition. That's the exact thing about recognition, right? That danger of, putting your mm. need in something that you've done in others. Mm. When like Theoretically, if you didn't need recognition, you would be fine if everyone hated mm. it and you loved it, right? Yeah. I wish I was So that in that case, you would, yeah, I don't think I am that person. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would be like really difficult for me to, because I also have a tendency to, and like rightly so because I'm in a university setting and like all the people that review my work have like so much more experience than I do. Like I will value other people's opinions over Mm. my own. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Which is something. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'd love to be able to say if I loved it, it wouldn't matter. I know someone who is an artist and um, he went to university to do art. Mm. And then his university wouldn't let him display his work in their art exhibition. They right. said it was like explicit content okay. and it had like, basically it, it had like mild nudity in okay. the art, which is like not a big deal for mm-hmm. art. And so they were like, we can't um, display this inappropriate. And he was like really upset about it. And, but also I think, think he definitely has like he knew the value of his own work at the same time yeah so when you were talking about um about would you rather receiving eight thousand dollars or whatever the alternative was in terms of recognition eight thousand dollars are we thinking about receiving or losing well like i'm i'm just trying to when when we first started talking about the hypotheticals, I imagined mm. if you if you were a painter, which we both enjoy painting, so and we spent um, three thousand hours 
Wait, three, wait, was it 300? 300. <laughs> 300. 300 hours on a painting, no matter what size it was or whatever. 300 hours on it, and we loved it. It was like the pride and joy of our lives, and you finished it, and you were so happy with it. You would do nothing differently in the future if you had to redo it. Someone offers you $8,000 for it. Would you rather hang it up in your home or receive the 8000 I think I'd probably take the 8000 Mm-hmm. And then I'd just paint another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, um, I don't know, I think in terms of art, I, I, I have my own art around my house just because I'm too mm. poor to buy other people's art. And I like art. Yeah. But if I could afford other people's art, I definitely would buy it. Mm. And if I could say, if I could sell my own art for $8,000 and then buy some other people's art, I would be down mm. like an art trade-off. <laughs> Swapsies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Swap me. <laughs> yeah. I would like to say that I would keep it knowing that there's a buyer and then sell it in a few years or whenever I get sick of Having it. a buyer is like a form of recognition as exactly. well. So you're, you know that it's worth $8,000 Yeah, and it's chilling in your house. Yeah. And it's going to keep increasing in value the more famous you become. Assuming you're a famous artist that can sell stuff for eight grand. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I wonder if artists have their own art. Mm in their house just like i wonder if musicians listen to their own music <laughs> yeah i wonder if they do yeah i want like do they i'd love to know it's weird Listeners, please write in <laughs> <laughs> all my I famous continue. my famous musician <laughs> listeners please let me know <laughs> well you know what i think we have uh successfully derailed that question uh, but you know what i think we did answer it i think we gave it a red hot go we did. We both said recognition. Yes. And and we explained why. <laughs> That's the point of the cards. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening today. And thank you to our newly promoted co-host, Amelia. Yeah, where's my pay rise? <laughs> uh, sorry, we don't have much of a budget. Because unfortunately... Credit- no, that's okay. All I need is the recognition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and for our listeners, tune in to the next episode where we jump into another card and we have another very insightful and derailing conversation. All of the OK Boomer episodes are available to listen to 24-7 on the Anchor app. So I, myself and Amelia, will see you next Friday. See you. <laughs>